the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brett Kavanaugh is still a Supreme Court justice, and the Steelers are at 500. We will get to the Steelers at some point today, since this is a Steeler Monday around here. Uh, but first, the stuff that you know actually matters. And, and Brett Kavanaugh appears to have made it through his first day on the job. Now, that's despite the fact that, uh, you know, and listen, he, he was accused and convicted, actually, uh, on national TV of being a gang rapist. Somehow, uh, Justice Kavanaugh was able to convince four women to work for him as law clerks. They were in there today. I mean, they had to be terrified, right? They probably came in with bodyguards. So it's the first all-women law clerk team in the history of the Supreme Court. Now, again, you think they were a little nervous going to work today? And one of them is black, by the way, so the liberals really hate this. Now, the hysteria surrounding this is actually, um, if you want to know, pretty hysterical. Some guy named Ken Delanen on MSNBC, I think it was today or yesterday, um, said that the fact that these old white guys from meaningless places like, you know, North Dakota, Wyoming, maybe Ohio, I don't know, were able to get him approved despite so many people from the places that really matter, you know, like New York and L.A. being against it. He said that's just proof that those meaningless states shouldn't have the same number of senators as California and New York. Now, that's exactly what he said this on national television, and he's he's called an analyst or an expert of some kind. Um, sorry, but that kind of stupidity should be a job ender if you're that's your job title. You should be gone. Somebody should actually come in in the middle of your commentary, whenever you're saying it, tap you on the shoulder, say, hello, uh, Ken, get out. Okay? You're an idiot. So, but I mean, that's he, he's actually getting away with saying stuff like that on national TV. And the scary thing is that there are people sitting there nodding their heads as he's saying it. And they know that's right, Ken. Uh, I never thought of that. What is this two senators for every state thing? Who came up with that idea? Well, anyway, he, he thinks that's a good idea. Um, and, and that kind of stupidity, as I said, just he should be gone. But there were people actually beating on the doors of the Supreme Court uh, building during Kavanaugh swearing in, and the non-Fox media are still whining about the fact that, it, that he's there. Um, Kirsten Powers on CNN Today said that it was just a bunch of old white guys. She might have said rich and entitled, I can't remember, but uh, she said it was just a bunch of those guys who told women who were sexually assaulted to sit down and shut up. Well, actually, it was a woman senator from Maine who gave the most widely praised speech of the entire circus on Friday. But anyway, uh, that's what Kirsten said. But Brett Kavanaugh is on the Supreme Court, and liberals, despite some of them thinking they can impeach him, shouldn't really worry about it too much because, you know, he's probably going to be gone by, what, 2048, somewhere around there? When we come back, we will hear from a woman who wrote a piece called Welcome to the Destructive Age of Male Guilt. Me? I don't feel guilty at all. It's been 43 years since the fall of Saigon. Over 58,000 never made it home. The ones that did returned bearing wounds that never really healed. It's time to change that. October 10th through 14th, the American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Wall comes to Murraysville Community Park. At over 360 feet long, this 80% scale replica of the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. is the largest and most exact of its kind. Not a single name has been forgotten. Open 24 hours a day, the American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Wall is free and open to the public. This October, join a grateful community in honoring our veterans and let's move forward together. 
Details under events at murraysville.com. Getting close to retirement? Experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? Well, we know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement plan that is tax-friendly, stable, and worry-free. Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no-obligation consultation to see just how for 25 years the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at MarleyFG.com. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and truth, and it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. People come in with health concerns and we try to address those at the root cause. At the Medicine Shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical base, you really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example of you have heartburn. There's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn, and some of those reasons could be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that, and as we age, our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food. A lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today. The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills, 888-865-9595. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. I'm thinking about making that uh, I Am an Innocent Man uh, song we just played going to the break by Billy Joel. I'm thinking about making that my theme song, not just for the show, but like for my life, you know, just like have it handy. Anyway, uh, I think I'm supposed to feel at least a little bit of guilt over uh, Brett Kavanaugh sitting on the Supreme Court today. I don't, as Billy Joel sang a few minutes ago. I am an innocent man, but there are people uh, out there who, who believe that all men are guilty. A lot of them uh, work at MSNBC, and every one of them uh, voted for Hillary Clinton. D.C. McAllister is not one of them. She writes for PJ Media and many other outlets, and she joins us now. Thanks for being on the show again, uh, uh, D.C. It's good to have you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So uh, you wrote a piece a couple of weeks ago with the headline, Welcome to the Destructive Age of Male Guilt. Is that where we are, especially me as a man? Absolutely. And it's uh, feminism's goal to uh, have all men be guilty so that they can have power over them, control them, control the narrative um, in the workplace, in the home, in politics, because it's an easy club to go ahead and beat up men with. So, you're automatically guilty just because you're a man. Yeah, and so you have no defense. No, exactly. You have to prove a negative, and you can't prove a negative. And because there's a history of other men being sexual abusers, and, of course, a history, long history of men oppressing women, men automatically lose their moral authority in the eyes of feminists because they can't speak because they've been guilty before as a group. And so no longer are you judged as an individual you're judged by history, by other men, you know, and just by being a member of the group of, of men. 
you you wouldn't think that anything that stupid would be able to uh, catch hold, you know, to gain ground, but it has. That's that's what's amazing to me. Well, groupthink and labeling groups has been effective since the dawn of time, I think, as far as uh, stigmatizing and delegitimizing people as groups. Um, a lot of this happens within the racism context uh, with white guilt. You know, you're guilty of racism for every little thing simply because you're white and because the United States has a history of, of racism. And therefore, you have to constantly be proving that you're, you're not racist. In right. the same way, now this is really being imposed from feminism onto men. You, ha- you have to be proving always that you're not a sexist, that you're not a racist, that you're not a sexual harasser. Um, and the victimized group, women, um, use this as a power over, you know, it's to always be the victim means that you can always blame them of being guilty for something. You leaned heavily on a book by Shelby Steele called White Guilt, didn't you? Yes, I did. And um, a lot of those themes that go on with uh, racism and white guilt can be superimposed and you can read it right with feminism and male guilt and, and the labeling of sexism against men. And it, it makes them powerless because if you're already accused, if you're already guilty, what can you say? You know, you've been delegitimized as a man. You have no moral authority as a man. You have to be silent. And therefore, whatever institutions or positions or whatever you have can be taken from you because you've been delegitimized. And that's the goal of feminism. Yeah, and um, that's kind of a Marxist thing, isn't it? No, it's it's rooted completely in, in Marxist thought, you know, with the struggle against groups dominating. So it's always the dominant group, and then you have the, an out-group fighting for power, and then they gain power, and then you have the cycle go on and on and on. And it's and it's anti individual. Completely, it's completely groupthink, uh, and it's completely. This is the kind of thing that Lenin did, Stalin, all kinds of uh, you know totalitarian states. They don't see people as individuals. You have to see them as groups because as groups you can condemn them for any reason. If you if you have a label that sticks to you, and you've been stigmatized, then you can be manipulated and even destroyed. So this, this is how this goes. It's, it's a, a process that totalitarians and dictators like to use in order to control people. We're talking to D.C. McAllister, D.C. McAllister, sorry, uh, of the of PJ Media. And D.C., you, D.C., I'm sorry, I keep saying D.C., I don't want to. D.C., you, 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 keep, uh, uh, you, you keep yourself busy writing for a lot of different outlets. I want to make sure I, I mentioned PJ Media, but you're other places too, are you not? Daily Wire as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can uh, find writings of mine at the Federalist, too. Yeah, I think that's where we found you for the last time you were on. And you were talking about how the... Uh, we had you on the last time, if you don't remember, the um, talking about how the meat... This is nothing new, that Donald Trump is with Twitter and trying to control the media, and you compared it to FDR's um, right. uh, fireside chats. Was very, that was a very good segment. I remember that. Um, yeah, thank you, yes. Uh, but, uh, so feminists... Uh, think that they speak for all women, and you point out that they don't. But why is it that so many in the media uh, seem to think that they do? Not only do they do they seem to go along with the idea that they, that feminists are speaking for all women, but there are lots of men out there now who love to show how progressive they are by, and I'm talking about white old white men talking about how there are too many old white men hanging around in government these days. It's a it's a way to show how wonderful they are, I guess. Uh, well, men who buy into the feminist line of condemning and labeling men uh, who are men themselves, it seems nonsensical, but what they're doing is they're distancing themselves from men because they themselves don't want to be stigmatized and delegitimized. So they say, I'm different. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of like, you know, again, in the racism thing, it's like, well, I have black friends. You know, I'm all for the black <laughs> You're You're constantly trying to distance yourself from the very group that you've been put into. And so you see that a lot of times with men who, you know, kowtow to the feminist line is they want to be affirmed by the, by the power group. And that's what the feminists are because they're loud and they want to exert a lot of power and they have for years. And uh, this is one way they do it is by intimidation. The men who fall for it are the men who are living by male guilt. And this is why it's really important for women to speak up 
against these kind of tactics because the reason why they want to think that all women are part of this group is that's where the power is. All the women are the victims and all men are the perpetrators. If you have women start deviating from that line and say, well, wait a minute, I'm not a victim. I don't label men this way. I'm not going to delegitimize them. I'm not going to stigmatize them. Then you break the power structure of, of the fem- of whoever's trying to impose this kind of dialogue onto, onto men. And that's why they hate us. The feminists hate conservative, individualistic women who speak out against them because we're actually challenging their power. Now, I, I'm just wondering, though, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying there, but are, are I, I don't know if I'm... Is it giving... Um too many fem- feminists, too much benefit of the doubt to think that they're actually conscious of that, or uh, how many of how much of it is just you know going with the flow and and getting involved in the chants and wearing the funny hats and all that stuff. The, are, how many of them are actually conscious of what you just described there of why they're doing what they're doing? Not most, because when you have group things like this, they are a herd driven by people who know exactly what they're doing. The organizers, the agitators, the elites, the people who control this, these narratives in the media, in education, they know what they're doing. Um, they may justify in their own mind that they're doing it for a righteous cause because they have some kind of higher awareness. You know, they're woke to the real patriarchy that's, you know, suppressing and oppressing everyone. Um, but as far as most people, 98% of people who are just out there at the women's marches wearing those stupid hats, they really have bought in the lie. They're the useful idiots. And they bought into the, the lie of the feminists that they're really being oppressed and they're not speaking, um, thinking rationally to oppose it. And they think that they're really, that women really are not having equal rights today and that, you know, abortion really is this wonderful thing for women. They really believe that. But we have to fight the core. We have to change their minds, but we also have to fight the core ideology that's driving us and that's what i try to do with my writing it's push back against the ideology mm-hmm. we're talking to dc McAllister of pj media and the daily wire um do all of us in the media have to guard against thinking that everybody cares about and is as passionate about all this stuff as we are i mean uh, you point out in your piece that women actually you know have lives they have uh either jobs or families kids that kind of thing that they're not focused as much on this as maybe some of us, uh, maybe, and I'll include myself, uh, uh, as some of us in the media might be, that there that just isn't, this isn't that big of a deal to them. Well, it's not a big deal in their daily lives. I mean, most people get along. Most people aren't sitting here looking at men in their lives and thinking that they're sexist, rapists. Uh, the problem is, is that when it gets into politics and you're trying to move masses and get votes and change policy, these ideology and these cultural movements that are happening with feminism uh, have, have an effect politically when people show up to the polls or when policies are made. And that's when you really can see a danger coming in because that's where you start to lose your freedoms is when uh, this, this is institutionalized and this is put into our politics and into our laws and into the treatment of how, like we saw with, with Brett Kavanaugh, it, we saw this kind of ideology really impacting our confirmation process. This was purely feminism, ideology, totalitarianism, um, philosophies driving this. And they're doing it for a reason, because they, they hate individualism and they want centralized power. So, you know, there is, there is an ideology to be fought, and it does have its impact, even though everyday women are just going about their business. But they are affected, and they're trying to be affected. I mean, the, the leaders are trying to affect them and get them to the polls and think that they're victims and vote accordingly. Um, you mentioned that it's, it's creeping into uh, policy and, and politics. Uh, just recently, California has, uh, passed a little law that requires companies to have at least one woman on every – if they have a board of directors, one of the uh, directors has to be a woman. Yeah, whether it's laws coming from the state or from the federal, uh, when you're having government dictate to private entities what they can do based on a false ideology or based on any ideology, um, yeah, that's that's a violation of our liberties and a violation of our freedoms, and we need to be aware of that. You see, in D.C., what I can't understand, when I, I hear the story, and it didn't get much attention, it got some, 
um, uh, the story about the law in California. I just can't understand how more people don't say, well, wait a minute, you can't. You mean to tell me that uh, Jerry Brown is going to go in and, and I have a company in California and he's going to knock on my door and say, hey, I noticed uh, you have eight people on your uh, board of directors and they're all men. You're going to need to get a woman in there. What are they going to do? Arrest me? I mean, who who goes along well, with that? It could lead to that. And if they have a law that says you can't do it, then right. there is a punishment when you violate the law, right? So right. that's what we're leading to. And the reason why people fall for it and the reason why this takes hold is because it's all being done in the name of equality. Mm-hmm. And we all want equality, right? Of course. Equality is a great thing. You know, this is the messaging, and this is how it does affect everybody who's, like, living at home, not paying attention. They are paying attention to things like equality and fairness. And if they hear messages constantly that things aren't equal for women and aren't fair, well, then well, they want to get to the polls and make a difference and to say, you know, we want equality, but they don't stop, many don't stop to think, well, wait a minute, that's the wrong premise, that's actually a lie. We do have political liberty, we do have liberty within our legal system, and um, but we need to accept that. And and, and, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, and, and, not, and, and understand that differences... And different and the meritocracy and different abilities, you're going to have inequality there, and you're always going to have inequality. But that doesn't mean that you don't have political equality, and that's the only thing that's promised in a in a republic in a democracy. And the funny thing is, the sad thing is, is that people will give up their freedom for equality if they believe that they're not being treated equal. They'll give up freedom. Just think of kids sitting at a table with Kool Aid. He got more Kool Aid. You'll be willing to like get less just as long as it's equal. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. make the or may or you don't mind imposing will of the authority of the parent on the other kid to have freedom taken away from him as long as it's equal. I mean, it's ingrained in us to fight that that uh, kind of equal equal mindset. Because we are we do like justice and if we get the confusion between that that that's actually justice, then we'll go for that. We'll we'll want that equality even if it puts us in chains. I'm At least just, all our chains will be the same size. I'm running out of time here. i got less than two minutes, but I wanted to ask you about you're dealing with death and rape threats because of something you tweeted about abortion. What's that all about? Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. Yes, I just tweeted out about the depravity of women and that the real root of this, this abortion is wanting to have sex without consequence. And... Um, that kind of freedom again without responsibility and i ended up getting death threats not just on social media but in my private sphere and i had to call the police and had to go couldn't go out without armed guards because i made that comment they said that i was i was um beating up on women and oppressing women and a misogynist for saying this but that's, my life and, and my life was threatened because of it and that's worthy of you being killed yes yes if you don't if you don't toe the party line especially as a woman um, with the feminism, you're hated, and the things come out. They're after us all the time. Got about 30 seconds. Was the whole Kavanaugh thing about abortion? I mean, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's not... It was about keeping that agenda. That's the whole thing. And the irony is, is he probably won't overturn Roe v. Wade. Right. I'd be happy if he turned it over tomorrow morning. But I'm, I'm out of time, yeah. <laughs> D.C. Thanks a lot for being on. Love having you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. That's D.C. McAllister. Pretty good stuff there. She's um, having um, getting death threats because of something she tweeted about abortion. Death threats. You don't think they're hysterical out there, do you? They're, they're willing to – well, they're not willing to do it, but they're happy to – make someone think that they might be killed for something they tweeted. We're going to come back and talk about Christopher Columbus. It's Columbus Day. Happy Columbus Day. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says the limousine that crashed and killed 20 people over the weekend failed inspection last month. That vehicle was inspected by the New York State Department of Transportation last month and failed inspection and was not supposed to be on the road. New York State Police say they're investigating every aspect of the fatal crash. All the information we can get is critical. The black box information, the crime scene investigation, interviews, text messages, photos, anything we can find will put together the full picture to find out if there's some criminal culpability on the part of anyone. Two pedestrians and 18 occupants of the limousine all died, including four sisters. 
On Wall Street, they're up by 40 points, but the Nasdaq plunged 52. The S&P down by one. Oil down to 74.29 a barrel. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Refreshingly crisp days and cool nights. Our favorite time of year is here. At thecompanystore.com, our thoughts are turning to the comforts of home, like soft flannel sheets, lofty down comforters, fluffy towels, and cozy sleepwear. And with the thecompanystore.com friends and family event going on now, you enjoy free shipping and 25% off your next order. There's no better time to shop. Visit thecompanystore.com and enter FAMILY18 at checkout for 25% off, plus free shipping. From our family to yours, thecompanystore.com. The 2018 midterm elections may be the most consequential in memory, and Pennsylvania will play a critical part, maybe the critical part, in the outcome. Please join me for the Battleground Talkers Tour at Montour Heights Country Club, October 22nd, along with my friends Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, and Pittsburgh's own John Steigerwald as we clarify what's at stake this November. Tickets start at just $20. Get details on dinner, the program, and VIP tickets now at TheAnswerPGH.com. That's TheAnswerPGH.com. If your advisor or insurance rep is recommending an annuity or if you're considering purchasing any retirement product, you should always get a second opinion. Make sure your decision's appropriate and cost-effective for your personal retirement situation. Call the Synergy Group before you move your 401k, IRA, or any other retirement account into an annuity or any financial product. Synergy Group has been helping Pittsburghers with hometown advice and services for 30 years. Don't just make a move. Be sure the annuity you're considering is a good move for you. Get a professional second opinion from Synergy Group, the local retirement professionals. Synergy Group, 800-321-7963. That's 800-321-7963. 800-321-SYNERGY. Investment advisory services offered through Global Financial Private Capital, LLC. Securities offered through GF Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. He can smell you from half a mile away, hear with pinpoint accuracy, and detect the slightest motion with a 310-degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, scent-controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's, delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level at yodersbackyard.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. I'm going to start by looking at the Parkway West on the inbound side. It's heavy Montour Run Road, Steubenville Pike, and Parkway Center Drive to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. On the outbound side, slow Parkway Center Drive to Green Tree and 79 out to 60. Parkway East, slow inbound Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Also, Grad Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge. And you'll see delays on the outbound side. You stacked up Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Highland Park Bridge, that's looking a little bit slow southbound as well. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. We'll see two more days of summery warmth through midweek before some changes get underway and we see some fall-like weather later in the week. Warm and muggy tonight, mainly clear with a low 66. Very warm and humid again tomorrow, partly sunny with a high 83. Mainly clear, low 66 again tomorrow night. Clouds and sun, still warm and humid with a high near 80 Wednesday. Thunderstorms with the front Wednesday night and the Thursday, the much cooler Friday. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, did anybody wish you a happy Columbus Day yet? If not, let me be the first. Happy Columbus Day out there. It is uh, Columbus Day, and it's a federal holiday. But a lot of cities, including, (laughs) are you ready? Columbus, Ohio, 
I don't think uh, I don't think Columbus recognizes it as a holiday anymore. People in Columbus, you know, the, the people in post offices and and federal uh, offices everywhere are off today, I believe. But um, in Columbus, Ohio, it's not a holiday for the people who work for the city of Columbus, Ohio. Now, um, I don't know if you if you believe all this stuff about Columbus and being an evil man. Do you do you live with a certain amount of guilt if you live in Columbus, Ohio, or Columbus, Georgia, or if you go to Columbia University? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm just asking. But uh, some cities have changed the name of the uh, city, the day, to Indigenous People Day, because Columbus was, you know, really mean to the indigenous people that he discovered when he landed here. Now, Columbus is another one of those evil white guys. Man, white guys. And I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little tired of being told white men are bad. I'm, I'm one of them. Our last guest, if you were listening, D.C. DC McAllister, uh, talked about the stupidity of identifying uh, genders or races today based on what was going on 200 or 500 years ago. She talked about much of the feminist movement the the uh, radical feminist movement is to get uh, just to just declare me uh, guilty because of a history of men oppressing women and committing sexual assaults that i i have to somehow suffer for that um so that's what she said about uh, the feminists but the people who are tearing down the christopher columbus uh statues and trying to wipe his name off of all the things named after him They'd like to have you believe that he got off the Pinta or the Santa Maria or the Nina, whichever one he was on, and saw lots of peaceful, loving people and decided to kill them or make them slaves. The the truth is that uh, the people that he discovered here were killing each other. Um, They hadn't invented the wheel yet, I don't think. Uh, They hadn't discovered it yet. There were no horses here. Do you know that there were the horses? There were no horses. Europeans introduced horses to North America. They had gone extinct. Uh, the Indians, uh, the the indigenous people, when Columbus came over here, they were riding around on bicycles, which is that's um, I don't know, that may come as a surprise to you. Uh, no, there were no horses here, so they got that out of it. Um, and they were uh, cannibalizing. They were they were eating each other. So you know the the, the Vision or the um, the image of a, a noble savage and uh, everybody's happy and the kitties are all running around and uh, it's all the all the chiefs are wise old men. Uh, it's uh, it wasn't true. So this guy uh, named um, Jarrett Stepman last year because it was last year at this time exactly a year ago actually that he wrote this. Um, there were lots of demonstrations and statues being uh, toppled and. Uh, just you know, a lot of mayhem caused by idiots uh, who who decided that Columbus was a bad guy. So uh, he's now, um, uh, you know, Columbus has now become a, according to uh, this guy Jarrett Tepman, Stepman, he's a, a rapacious pillager and a genocidal maniac. That's who Christopher Columbus is. And there's a historian uh, uh, named Howard Zinn who apparently is responsible for this anti-Columbus. Uh, feeling that now exists, um, he just completely trashed Columbus, and but he also trashed the whole idea of the migration from the old world to the new, that it was a bad thing because everybody over here was just happy and that you know they should have been left alone. Um, and this is what uh, Zinn wrote. He said, behind the English invasion of North America, behind their massacre of Indians, their deception, their brutality, was that special, powerful drive born in civilizations based on private, are you ready? Profit, money. Oh, no. Um, but it, I read another uh, account of what happened when Columbus landed uh, in Central America. Actually, I guess it was. Um, he... Um, they 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 got along fine with the the indigenous people that he called Indians, and uh, it went fine for a while, and then it kind of got it, things went bad. And these the Indians that he the first ones that he um, came across, they were actually uh, known to they they were they actually started dressing people like the the Spanish dressed people as their religious uh, friars. Because the Indians 
had become sick from eating what they thought was a fryer, not a fryer, F-R-Y-E-R, it's an F-R-I-A-R, uh, a fryer like a chicken. No, this was a fryer. They ate a fryer, and they got sick. So they had the superstition that developed that you don't eat those guys because you'll get sick eating them. So even Columbus, uh, uh, according to the story that I read, even Columbus was dressed as a friar once in a while so the Indians wouldn't eat him, okay? That's who he was dealing with, all right? So let's not just paint them as noble savages. They weren't. Uh, and the, the truth, according to uh, Petman, uh, is that Columbus set out for the New World thinking he would spread Christianity to regions where it doesn't exist. Uh, he said the primary motivation for Columbus was religious. He writes, uh, this, convi- this conviction that God destined him, this is from... This is actually from another historian um, who writes, This conviction that God destined him to be an instrument for spreading the faith was far more potent than the desire to win glory, wealth, and worldly honors. That's uh, Samuel Elliot Morrison wrote that about 50 years ago. There's another historian named Carol Delaney. She's got about 12 PhDs, and she's a, a big-time historian. Uh, she writes, everybody knows that Columbus was trying to find gold, but they don't know what the gold was for. To fund the crusade to take Jerusalem back from the Muslims before the end of the world. A lot of people at the time thought that the apocalypse was coming because of all the signs. The plague, famine, earthquakes, and so forth. And it was believed that before the end, Jerusalem had to be back in Christian hands so that Christ could return in judgment. Anybody ever tell you that about Christopher Columbus? It's the first time I ever read it. Um, And then uh, she also writes, While deprivations did occur, Columbus was quick to punish those under his command. She writes, quote, Columbus strictly told the crew not to do things like maraud or rape and instead to treat the native people with respect. There are many examples in his writings where he gave instructions to this effect. Most of the time when injustices occurred, Columbus wasn't even there. There were terrible diseases that got communicated to the natives, but he can't be blamed for that. These people who were out there running around would have you believe that Columbus got off the boat and started uh, having uh, just attacking the uh, indigenous people and killing them and enslaving them. And that's, that's the only thing he was over here for, and he was a mean guy and all that. Um, and here's something, another thing I didn't know. And then, and then and again, it's Columbus Day, and, you know, I'm sure you're going to be hearing stories about what a mean guy is, and I'd love to, but, yeah, you know what, I just thought of it. If somebody wants to give me a call at 844-292-1250 and, and tell me, 302, I'm sorry, 302-1250, and tell me what your kids are leaning, learning about Columbus in school. I'd appreciate that. Just uh, I just thought of that now because I don't know. What, what were the kids told today? I wish I had a teacher right now to ask. What did you mention it? That's Columbus Day and who he was. And if you did mention him, did you trash him and say what a rotten, evil man he was? A, a evil white man, of course. You'd have to throw in there. Um, but believe it or not, the Ku Klux Klan uh, is very much responsible for the beginnings of the anti-Columbus sentiment that's out there. Um, Columbus Day became a nationally celebrated holiday after a mass lynching of Italians. In New Orleans, this uh, it's the largest incident of lynching in American history, uh, and it was the Ku Klux Klan, and they were doing it to Italians, and they wanted uh, they wanted the end to Columbus Day because they didn't like uh, Italians, and they didn't like Catholics. So that's what you get. Uh, but it is Columbus Day, so you know celebrate it if you'd like. I don't know what you do. You I don't know get on the river and float a boat or something. But I, I don't know what what do you do. Uh, but but it's you know it's Columbus Day. Have a, have a sandwich, but uh, celebrate it. But, of course, the uh, bottom line uh, is that Columbus was white, and he took advantage of people of color. But here's a question. Why wasn't North, Central, and South America settled? Now, you have to say settled because you're not allowed to say discovered because it couldn't have been discovered because there were already people here. They had discovered it. I, that's, that's the rule, I think. But, but why wasn't it settled, discovered, whatever word you want to use, by people of color? The three ships Columbus sailed were full of white men. Apparently, there were many women living in Spain at the time and Italy who felt uh, left out from that trip. I'm sure they were begging to go. They, can we please, can you put us on the ship and send us to a place where we don't know where we're going to end up and we might fall off the edge of the earth? Although, according to uh, 
one of the things I read today in my little bit of research here, most people at the time did not think that the earth was flat. They thought it was round. But they had no idea what was out there once you got out far enough into the, uh, into the Atlantic Ocean headed west. But anyway, um, so apparently the women weren't all that interested in going. Uh, but then you have the Vikings. And you can't get any whiter than a Viking, by the way. There's no, nobody on earth has ever been whiter than a Viking. But they came here apparently, some people believe, and I think it's pretty much a fact, that they, they came here before uh, Columbus and didn't get a lot of credit for it. And some of the Vikings are upset about it. They're still upset. You run into a Viking, he'll tell you that, you know, it's not fair. But, um, but why didn't anybody from uh, China... Uh, decide to pack up a few ships and head in that in the east head head uh, yeah it would be east uh, for North America. Why no Africans? Why weren't there any Africans who decided to get together three ships and sail from the coast of Africa and see what's over here? Nobody did it. I'm not saying that makes them bad people. I'm just I'm asking the question. So what was it about white men that made them so obsessed with sailing into the unknown? I'm going to take a wild guess. It's toxic masculinity, but you know I. I Probably not. But what took women so long to decide that they wanted to be part of the action? I'm pretty sure both men and women showed up on the planet at the same time. So why was it all men who were doing the discovering and the settling? Maybe white men called the shots for so many years because they, you know, risked their lives sailing across the Atlantic on ships with no navigational equipment and apparently no live entertainment either. Uh, I don't think they had any. There were no, no entertainment and it wasn't a buffet. Uh, and they, you know, they got here first. So let's thank Christopher Columbus today for having enough toxic masculinity to head west without knowing where he was going to end up. We'll be back. Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial. You also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation. Typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley has got you covered. Giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now at 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations 
or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. The one thing I loved about working with him, we got to pray with our patients. And I could do that without feeling like I was going to get in trouble. At the medicine shops in Oak Mountain Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues the legacy of pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. And many people, you cannot cure them or make them truly get well if they have something down deep that they haven't ever addressed. Stress affects your whole body. Like when I get stressed, I have between my shoulder blades, my muscles get tight. Some people, it's GI. Some people, it can be a rash. Some people, their immune system is down. So we address that too. But you have to address the root causing that stress for them to truly heal. One of the things I'm very humbled by is that many of the people that Joe and I saw together, they're still coming to see me. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to have the same empathy and love and caring that he had. I just love it. It's my dream job. It's what I've always wanted to do. Every day is different because not everybody's the same. Call for a consultation today. 888-865-9595. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. So I just checked. Um, there is no Columbus Day in Columbus today. It's the first time in a long time. Um, the reason they gave is because they can't afford it. Um, they can't give. They're going to switch it to Veterans Day. They're they're going to give. I guess Veterans Day. They used to um, have people work in the city uh, government and city jobs, and um, so they've changed that now. They're going to make them work on Columbus Day and give them Veterans Day off. It's a good way of uh, avoiding the controversy because who's going to complain about Veterans Day? So that's how they got away with that one. But meanwhile, I, I just um, I'm checking something here. I I, I, I don't know if it's a, there's a date for Pittsburgh yet, um, but and I, I am going to talk about the Steelers in one second here. But uh, there is a, a something that's coming uh, possibly to Pittsburgh, uh, but it may be only coming to a city near you, uh, and you may not be lucky enough. I don't know. We're going to have to we're going to have to look. But uh, are you ready for an evening with the Clintons? And that would be that's that's not who's the Clinton guy that was the uh, the um, George Clinton he was a, a musician not him which would be pretty good Funkadelic I think it was um, Bill and Hillary are going to on tour in 2018 and 2019 now first of all I'm guessing you got to buy a ticket so and, and and I looked at the schedule and the schedule this tour, the tour will start in Las Vegas. At the Park Theater, and then they will travel to Toronto, Montreal, and Texas before the end of 2018. The tour will start back up in April of 2019 with events in New York, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, the District of Columbia, British Columbia, Washington, and California. Ticket run, ticket prices, you ready? Top ticket. This is just, you got to be kidding me. $699. Now, the least expensive tickets at some of the events were around $70, it says here. Uh, and a, this is surprising, though, isn't it? A Clinton spokesman did not respond to a request for comment on how much the Clintons will be paid for the tour. What is wrong with these people? Just stay home. I mean, look. It's, I know they'll be traveling on – well, no, they couldn't possibly travel on a charter uh, jet because that would be bad for the environment. So they'll probably fly a regular airline, you know, regular plane, and uh, they wouldn't dare take a private jet to these things, would they? Uh, but anyway, that's, what, that's, a, that's where they're going to be going. But do you know how grueling it is to be on a tour, if you're like a musician, to go in, in one plane and out and back to the airport and, and all – why? What is in it for them? They're, she's 71, and he's 72. And not that that should prevent them from doing anything, because I'm the same age. But, but, And I, I, I'm sure I could handle a tour like that if I decided I wanted to go on it. But what's wrong with these people? Can't, and, and can't they just go away? She, she must be running for president, because there's, there's, there's no other explanation for her doing anything this ridiculous. And I... I I hope it comes to Pittsburgh so just so I can try to find somebody who's willing to pay $699 to listen to that BS that's going to come from them for a couple hours from up on a stage. Anyway, just keep that in mind. Uh, plenty of good seats available. Check uh, online at uh, somewhere for uh, Clinton's um, 
an evening with the Clintons. You know what? They probably haven't spent an evening together in the last 25 years until now. And then they're going to tour and act like they're, they're um, Aussie and Harriet, who, who you have no idea who that is, do you? No, you do. Okay. Aaron does. Anyway, Steelers finally uh, look like they're supposed to look. Beat the Atlanta Falcons yesterday. Uh, ben Roethlisberger only threw the ball 29 times. When he does that, uh, their chances of winning are seem to go up, uh, not because he's not playing well or ha- is not a good quarterback, but that just shows that something else is happening, which means they're not behind and they're running the ball, which uh, Connor did yesterday. So they looked good. They played a bad team at home and beat them up, which is what you're supposed to do. And uh, now they go to Cincinnati, and the Bengals are pretty good. They're 4-1, and one, but they're also one of the worst defensive teams in the league, just as Atlanta is or was before they came here. So, and but it, but it is the Bengals, and they uh, just as you know, they are very good at figuring out a way to lose games that they really need to win, and they seem really good at that when it's the Steelers. But um, I just want to thank Billy Joel for his appearance today, and I want to say one more time because I love it. I am an innocent man. See you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.